Berkshire Football Stories is sponsored by Berks County FC this season. The Swords are playing at Step 6 for the first time and ground share at Binfield FC. Find fixtures at BarksCountyFC.com and get down for a game. Hello and welcome to the Berkshire... Uh, oh, I forgot what podcast we're doing. Uh, you do again. so many. You do so many. Exactly, yeah. Hello and welcome to the Football in Berkshire podcast with me, Rob Davis, Tom Canning. Hello. And Abby Tyshurst. Afternoon. Hello, hello. It's the show where we talk about all things Berkshire football. Uh, today we'll be going through the uh, uh, results of the weekend, men's and women's, FA Vars, women's FA Cup. <laughs> and a few transfers and a look ahead to next weekend. Um, but before all that, Tom, how are you doing? Good, good. Yeah, not seen any football, but I do have opinions, <laughs> so that's probably useful. Good, good. Glad you uh, kind of still every, um, every podcast we do now with that uh, a caveat of... Yes. I never watch any football. Well, my, my current problem is that um, my wife goes back to work in a couple of weeks and there's things I need to finish before she goes back to work around the house. So okay. there we go. Mm-hmm. Abby, how are you getting on? How was your, is it first game of the season on the weekend? Uh, yes. I mean, the less we say about it, the better, really. Oh, <laughs> it wasn't great. We lost. Um, so, yeah, I mean, as the football saying goes, we go again. <laughs> That really is as little to say about it as possible. But, uh... I mean, Tom's had the like four one one for me, so I, nobody else needs to hear it. <laughs> it's more like a four oh four, to be honest. Yeah, yeah, that is an accurate way to describe it. Very nice. Well, while you were doing your stuff successfully or not on the, the pitch on Saturday, there was another game uh, not too far away. Uh, Reading women were back in front of a crowd at the Madstad for the first time since December 2019. Uh, Abby, yes. as the women's correspondent, uh, another game that you probably want to not talk too much about. Uh, before, uh, as we spoke about Reading women last week, you were quite upbeat despite the results. <laughs> uh, is that still the case? No, I still am because I feel like they've like starting with United and Arsenal is a big ask, yes. isn't it, of, of Reading really? So I maintain my upbeatness for now because there's still plenty of the season to come. I mean, international break this weekend as well. It's probably going to be good for us because it means there's a few people kind of still sort of waiting in the wings to kind of make their appearance. So Tash Dowie, she's not kind of, she's not fit yet. So I think the kind of international break will be good for us as well. I say that we've got Spurs next and they <clears throat> controversially beat City on on Sunday night. So mm-hmm. I don't know. We'll see how we go, how we go really. But yeah. We should probably mention yeah. that Reading lost 4-0 at home to Arsenal women or Arsenal ladies. But uh, like you say, they are one of the... Uh, you have played two of the top contenders in the first two games. So, yeah. Any bright sparks at all from the game? Um, well, I mean, so Grace Maloney kind of pulled out just, just before the game. So our second keeper, Rianne Stewart, um, she kind of stepped up. And I mean, she's only... I think she's only 18 So, and this was her like league debut. So the fact that she was kind of stepped up and 
four four goals is acceptable at this point and they, they beat us 6-1 last time so any less than 6-1 I am very much happy to kind of take that so um oh we've got the smallest correspondent with us now <laughs> yeah we've got football Berkshire's uh, youngest correspondent that's just joined us on the pod junior <laughs> reporter is here yeah uh yeah who sorry Abby. who said men okay. can't multitask podcasting <laughs> uh, um, daycare all in one yeah so um yeah, for, I think 4 nils are fairly decent. Like Arsenal are on a really good run and they're kind of, they've just had their Champions League kind of fixture announced and that's against Barcelona. So yeah, we'll see how we get on really. Um, I think Lily Woodham had a fairly decent game as well. Actually, I kind of, I've watched the highlights from it. I haven't watched the actual game. I haven't had a chance yet. But yeah, Lily Woodham looked pretty solid kind of at left back. So um, yes, we've still, and I think Diane, Ru, Diana Rose and who else? Oh, our, Bel- our new Belgian signing that I can't remember what her name is and I can't pronounce it again. <laughs> they both made debuts this weekend as well. And I think they had fairly solid games despite the results. So yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Not losing hope just yet. Glad to see no. it. Two games in. Well, uh, while Arsenal ladies were playing at the Madstad, uh, there are a host of other women's fixtures across Berkshire. Uh, perhaps most notably, uh, Cavisham United women making their debut in the FA Cup first round qualifying and making a debut with a win. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so that was a 3-1 kind of, I think... I think they kind of the first half by the sounds of it was fairly evenly matched and then they just kind of kind of upped another notch and kind of took it up a gear as Caversham do and yeah 3-1 win next through through to the next round so it's it's exciting very very good um obviously that uh, draw has been made there's five teams in from Berkshire involved and um condensed into three fixtures we couldn't have got it any uh, any closer so two all Berkshire sides and one um one away fixture. Um, happy with that, or uh, would you have preferred maybe a few uh, away days slash uh, ties against teams from outside the uh, county? Yeah, so I've already had my Twitter moan about that, as I'm ah. sure many people have seen. I just I understand the region. Away this weekend, so I had to I... just so you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I understand the regionalisation, and I don't understand the regionalisation. So obviously, Caversham have just played Warminster Town. They came from Wiltshire, so that's an exciting first round, isn't it? Especially for debutants. And then we go to second round qualifying, and it's Ascot versus Talhurst, and then Eversley versus California and um, Caversham. Sorry, and then. Um, Milton versus Woodley and Milton and Woodley play in the same same division as it is anyway so <clears throat> I'm not best pleased with that I just don't I think it kind of takes away from the fact that it's kind of the FA Cup then doesn't it because actually essentially they're all just playing league games really so mm-hmm. I mean yeah <laughs> that's that's my gripes with that one well fair enough uh, any of the other fixtures across the Sunday that sort of caught your eye you want to go through and uh, highlight any particularly hot, good results um... I think I think it was the Slough sides again. They've both done pretty well. I think maybe it was just Slough Town, actually, the the oh. kind of first team. I think they've secured another win, so I think that keeps them at the top of the table. Yeah, 3-0 um, at home to Oxford City women under 23. Yeah. yeah, and I think Oxford City were a fairly decent team last season as well. So actually, okay. that's a really kind of solid solid result for Slough. Um, Ascot won 2-0 over Woodley, so... Um, yeah, that was obviously our kind of Berkshire derby there. Um, Talhurst Panthers kind of, they had their mad kind of start with 11-0. They kind of, I think Carterton were, they, they <coughs> were against Carterton this weekend and that was a 2-1 win for Talhurst, obviously still a win, but um, 
not quite as intense as their 11-0 one initially. Um, both the Eversley sides, I think, had um, good results. Did Eversley play? Oh, I can't think if they played now, actually. I'd... No, the first team lost, sorry. But the new reserves team, so I think that was their first debut game. They won 6-2 over Fatchum, so that's a really decent result for them. We've yep, had yep. a few postponements as well, which is slightly annoying, obviously, kind of this early on in the season. But I guess we're still sort of living in a bit of a COVID world, aren't we? So that can't really be helped. But yeah, so um, it's been a bit of a mixed bag for kind of sides, I think, Fatchum's reserve team as well they did pretty well in the development division they kind of won 6-4 over Kidlington so yeah as I said a mixed bag still early days isn't it so the league sorting themselves out and we'll yet to see who the real sort of pace setters are yeah exactly well while um, there was FA competitions in the women's game in Berkshire at the weekend there was also FA competitions in the men's game um, this weekend with the Bilderbase FA Vars first qualifying round uh Tom, do you want to pick out one or two of the your um, happy or biggest results there that you're uh, you um, want to highlight? Yeah, I think Eversley in California was a was a great result, three 0 over Virginia Water. So that's yes. Eversley word step six, Virginia Water step five. So that's a that's a good result all told. And that um, was that was also there. They tweeted afterwards. They reckon it was their highest ever attendance at a game. Oh wow! Oh, I missed that one. I missed that tweet. <laughs> um, no, uh, I also think so. Wokenham and Embrook won 4-0. They did play a team, a step six side of Hellenic League. I think it was Morton Rangers, um, and I'm not sure they're that high up the table, mm. but um, important for Wokenham to get a win, to get a, to, to get a decent result as well. Um, it was good to see them off and running, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. I, th- I think regardless of who they played, the fact that they got there, and I, and I don't mean to, to belittle what or, mm. or, or condescend uh, any Wokenham and Embrook fans, um, just important to get a result and a little bit of confidence and, and see what happens next. Um, they've got a, they've got a young lad, Jack Webb, who's been playing for their Ally County side. Um, is he going to be the next Berkshire football star, especially coming out? Wokenham have done well with some youngsters coming through recently uh, in, in recent years. Josh Harris... Um, and a couple of other, Connor Holland, uh, another one that springs to mind. So Jack Webb, um, is he the next one to watch? We will see. Um, I have no idea, hopefully. But um, mm. yeah, so that's that's a good result. And Windsor also, and um, the Windsor train keeps on rolling 3-0 uh, at home to Kensington and Ealing Borough. And I don't think that was a, when I, when I, I think I pointed that one out as possible banana skin um, last week with Kensington and Ealing Borough. Um, fairly highly rated by by us i think based on um I, i'm not sure what that was based on but we just thought they were they were going to yeah. do quite well um it was one of those where where we'd heard a few things and um and <laughs> thought, and thought that last was... season's performances as well yeah. over the last couple of years they'd certainly performed fairly well yeah and then obviously you had barks county winning their first ever fa vars tie 3-1 at home to newant town um, I remember yeah. our old mate Ryan Butler over at Seven Sport. Um, he, he kind of, he, I think, if I remember rightly, he was always expecting Newent to kind of kick on eventually, and um, certainly they they haven't yet. If uh, if that result was anything to go by, um, can I just talk about Reading City? Because I feel like there's some nonsense. Oh. Um, so nonsense. I don't, I, go on. I've, I've been back and had a quick look at the highlights there. The um, I think it all started with a, with an interview the manager of Cribs. Um, from down Bristol Way, gave to a local reporter that went online suggesting that his side were the underdogs going into this tie against Reading City. Um, I'd like to humbly suggest a team top of the Hellenic League Premier Division with eight wins from nine games and one defeat. Uh, 
is not an underdog going into a tie against a fellow Step 5 side who is roughly mid-table, albeit Cribs have played more games than Reading City. Um, the manager of that team subsequently managed to get himself sent off. Um, there was a bit of a furore about that. Uh, he threw the football at a player on the floor. Um, it's one of those ones where I think if you're a Reading City supporter, you're absolutely furious. If you're looking at it at a... As a, as a sort of a neutral, it's all a bit silly. He shouldn't have done it. And, you know, it's a red card because you just shouldn't do that. But I don't know. Um, I think uh, I think I think everybody will have been glad when that Cribs bus uh, left the Reading City car park and uh, everybody got to wave goodbye. I actually finished Cribs 2, Reading City 1. So, so much for all those players. That lad was leaving at home. Uh, all the youngsters he was going to play and all of that and them being underdogs. So there we go. I don't, I th- I th- hopefully that's a fair summation of that game. Um, as I say, I think everybody will have been relieved when that Cribs bus left the car park. <laughs> well, yeah, always uh, good for drama at, uh, in uh, Berkshire football games here. Also, I've got a brilliant headline for this podcast, which um, maybe only a smattering of people will get, but I'm going to use it anyway. So look out for that afterwards. Oh. Will we get it? Maybe. <laughs> not sure. I like a, a podcast name that's so niche that even two of the presenters might not get it. <laughs> so, yeah. Fantastic. Well, um, elsewhere in Berkshire football, uh, there wasn't made Ned word playing, but uh, in the National League South, we had two fixtures over the course of the weekend. On Saturday, Salau Town were narrowly beaten 3-2 by St Albans City. And... Uh, Talking of managers having something to say about a result, um, there was something to say about this one, uh, Tom. And I believe you've seen the result, uh, the incident in question as well. It's nuts. Have you seen this video, Abby? Of the, the, the no, I actually have to say that I haven't seen it. No, um, go and have a look. It. It's on the website uh, on the on the Slough Town report. If you look under um, reports, it should be there. Um, the video is in there. It's a last. It's a late penalty that was given to St Albans City. It's ridiculous the guy just I'm not one for commenting on refereeing decisions when I wasn't at a game but um, the guy if he was tripped it was well outside the box and he managed to fall over in the box with pretty much no one around him so I don't blame Neil Baker or John Underwood for feeling slightly aggrieved at that penalty because that's that's the that's what made it 3-2 and that's how it stayed it was um, it was ludicrous yeah Certainly questionable. I'll go certainly go along with that. Um, and unfortunately, uh, uh, on Sunday, uh, Hungerford went down to Dulwich Hamlet 3 um, 1. Again, up and down start for them this season so far. Not this one quite confuse me because on football web pages it was listed as postponed. Oh, but it obviously wasn't. And no, on... it's played on Sunday. Yeah, and on Sunday morning, I was going up to Calcutt Saver Centre um, at <laughs> Junction 12. I saw a load of people wearing what looked like Hungerford Town T-shirts waiting at the bus stop, obviously, for the Hungerford Town bus. So Very good. They seem to have a, a decent um, away following Hungerford. Mm. In fact, they've got a Twitter account for their uh, uh, travelling fans, and uh, they're always looking for people to go along. Uh, to the games with them. So if you're looking for someone to go to a game with, uh, step two, so a pretty high level, and you're looking to uh, have a nice day out of it, give Hungerford Town fans a, a look on Twitter and uh, you might be able to get yourself in with a few pals. That should be one of our articles coming up. Perhaps one of us uh, take the away bus with uh, Hungerford Ooh, Town. Good idea. Yep. 
Well, I'll put that one on my good ideas pile. So it never gets touched. <laughs> Other fixtures uh, from the weekend. Uh, Bracknell Town in the Isthmian uh, South Central Division are now top of the league following a 2-1 win at uh, Bedford Sports. Bedfont Sports, apologies. Um, did you, either of you, follow this one? No, I'm sorry, I did not. <laughs> I had a virtually football-free weekend up until my own fixture, so yeah, mm. I am. Um, mm. The fun thing about this game was uh, Bracknell <laughs> had Miles Bowman in goal and Seb Bowerman um, yes. on pitch, who scored both goals. Um, I don't know, I have a lame joke about this, but I don't think I'm going to do it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you've said it now, I'll do it. Is so I is Bowerman a lazy bowman? <laughs> Bo- is a bowman. Yeah, it's terrific, isn't it? No, certainly said Bowerman is certainly not lazy, he scored twice, keeps scoring penalties. Um, top of the league, boom. I remember one of us picked him as their uh, one to watch this season, so uh, yeah, you know, not saying who that is, but uh, yeah, <laughs> readers can go back and uh, look at our uh, preview pods to decide and find out who that was. Uh, yes, top of the league for Bracknell. Uh, up there, um, having come from second place, undefeated so far. Looks like they're going great guns. And uh, yeah, I, from what I've seen of them, they haven't quite hit their straps yet as well. So being top of the table without really being at the top of the game is pretty ominous, I think, for the rest of the league. So uh, yeah, certainly going to um, look like they're going to be in contention, if not up there come the end of the season. They've just uh, signed goalkeeper Michael Ecott from division rival Sutton Common Rovers as yes. well uh, to, to, I guess, to to replace the injured Mark Scott. So mm-hmm. that will be interesting to see as well. Yeah, absolutely. So strengthening um, an already strong side. Um, the other two games in that um, division with Berkshire interest both finished 2-2. Um, we saw... Uh, Thatcham Town draw away at Chertsey Town 2-2 and Binfield away at Chipstead. Uh, both of these fixtures, I think, are reasonably solid results for sides that, well, Binfield weren't in the division last season and uh, Thatcham were fur- uh, a bit further down. I think they've both picked up a point there at um, sides that are, are pretty strong. And from all accounts, they were both slightly disappointed to only come away with one. So... Um, perhaps that bodes pretty well for both those sides. Yeah. Yep. Where are Binfield in the table right now? <clears throat> so Binfield are mid-table. They're eleventh out of oh, nineteen. Mid-table finish is respectable, is what I said. Exactly. Yeah. So <laughs> one win, one draw from four games. Um, so, but they have also have played Bracknell, obviously, who uh, uh, beat them in the first game of the season. They played Basingstoke, who are currently third. Uh, we're top before going into the weekend. So. They played some good sides, and like I said, Chipstead are in the um, are in the uh, playoff zone as well. So you know, they've played three of the top five, and they're eleventh. So it's pretty good uh, for a, a debut season so far. But obviously, proof is in the pudding. And that pudding is a football. <laughs> and that, but yeah, I was wondering if you're going to finish that one off, but still, <laughs> um, a quick roundup of all the other results um, in the the only game in the Cavite County's Premier Division North with uh, Berkshire. Inverted brackets, uh, inverted commas, sorry, Berkshire interest. North Greenford United beat Tadley Kaliva 8-3. Um, I'm not sure I've seen too many scorelines quite that big in uh, in this division. Um, the one time I've seen Tadley this season, the one thing I thought were they were pretty solid at the back, although they uh, could, didn't quite have that final cutting pass. Well, 
North Greenford certainly didn't find it that way. <laughs> and uh, in the uh, Division One, Aldermaston just missed out to uh, top of the table Raiders Lane. Three, they lost three two at home. So despite the defeat, I think that's a reasonably credible creditable result for Aldermaston. And Woodley United went down three nil to at Hayes. Um, moving swiftly on as we are, because. Uh, about a minute before the pod, Tom informed us he had a meeting and a hard <laughs> deadline. Uh, for a change. <laughs> for a change, yep. Um, one a bit of uh, transfer news that caught our eye this week was Harry Laughlin signing up to uh, step three side, uh, Leatherhead. Uh, he's dual registered, so he will still be available for Ascot. Um, but uh, Tom, what do you make of this? Um, I, I think uh, obviously for Asker, that's a tough one, tough one to take. Um, mm. They've obviously negotiated a, a dual registration as a kind of fallback position. Uh, he scored; he'd certainly scored eight in, um, but he scored at the weekend, so he scored nine this season. Um, I was just trying to work out exactly how many games that was in. Um, it is he, so he will have scored uh, nine in nine um, after the weekend's FA Vars fixture, which I think makes him the joint second. Top scorer in the club's history. Oh, wow. A long way to go to get past John Bennett, who I think has got double or even triple the amount of goals that, that Laughlin has. Um, ultimately, a player who is hitting the headlines like that um, and scoring goals like that is going to attract interest. Uh, jumping up two divisions, that will be a good test. Um, I don't think you can really begrudge a player jumping up a division or even and then especially two divisions so um i think a lot of the ascot supporters will will wish him well and and um they've got him on dual registration so one way or the other he may well end up um may well end up back at back with ascot but um the only thing the interesting thing is leatherhead are a bottom of their of the Isthmian premier mm. uh, at the moment um they've not exactly been a been slouches in front of goal um but uh, they've 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 they won their opening game of the season and then lost the following four. So it's not been a great start for them. Um, whether Laughlin can add a little bit of magic, you, you would think so. But um, Ascot's a very tight-knit squad, so it probably it's taken, I would imagine, it's taken a lot to to pry him out of there. Mm. Yeah, I've seen him. I've seen him play once this season, a few times last season. Um, yeah, I saw him on the opening day of last season at uh, Molsey, then Ascot recorded a thumping 7-1 win he got a hat-trick that day and also I saw him uh, a couple of weeks ago at uh, Wokingham and Embrook on the Tuesday night game there and uh, he scored both the goals in a 2-1 win and then I think Ascot having a slight issue at centre-back at the moment because one of their centre-backs went off injured and even though uh, Louis uh, Bowers was on the bench um, he didn't come on and he wasn't actually on in the squad for the next game. So I wonder if he was injured there and Laughlin went back into centre-back and he uh, he handled that pretty well as well. He, the positioning and sort of uh, uh, composure on the ball were very noticeable. And uh, so he managed to plug that gap as well. So a very, very good player, hopefully getting his chance up at step three uh, for the rest of the season. Right. Um, on to fixtures and upcoming, uh, yeah, upcoming fixtures. Uh, Tuesday night games. The well, we're recording on Tuesday night. This may well have uh, uh, only getting to you uh, towards the end of the week, so we'll quickly rush through the highlights of the Tuesday night games. Uh, Main Ned will be at home to uh, Stockport. Uh, Stockport looking to register, uh, come back after a three 0 defeat at the weekend. Maidenhead didn't have a game, so um, 
hopefully that means we'll the any injuries or players such as Barrett, who could only play the odd game, will be back in the side. Um, but there are a couple of interesting games in the Isthmian League. First of all, uh, top of the table, Bracknell are at Thatcham for a local derby. Um, Abby, uh, any thoughts on uh, yeah what we could expect to see from two sides that are going pretty well in that division? Well, I mean, Bracknell just seem to be on very good form, don't they? Mm. So I'm kind of expecting a Bracknell win there, really. Um, yeah. Yeah. But Thatcham, I guess Thatcham will give them a good go. And obviously, as you say, it's a local derby. So, yeah, just going to support some local football tonight, basically, if, you're, if you've got nothing else to do. Well, not that if you've got nothing else to do. It's very important to go and watch local football. But, I mean, if you're thinking, oh, I don't know what to do in my evening, go and watch some Bracknell versus Thatcham. Absolutely, yeah. And if you're not um, in... West Berkshire, there is also an East Berkshire option in the Isthmian League as um, uh, Binfield are at home to Staines. And Staines, of course, currently managed by former Windsor manager Mick Woodham. So uh, a little bit of Berkshire interest on both sides there and a, a game at either end of the county for you to watch. Uh, there's also uh, Sandhurst are at home to Hollyport in a Berkshire derby in the Berks and Bucks Cup. I think that's probably where I'm going to end up tonight, although Thatcham versus uh, uh, Bracknell does tempt me quite a bit as well. Um, I would suggest you should go to Thatcham to Bracknell, but that's just me. Yeah. Thinking Reading with C- my website head on. Yeah. <laughs> Reading City are at home as well uh, to Abbey Rangers. Uh, so see if they can bounce back from the, um, uh, what did you say it was, uh, Tom? What was the adjective you just used to describe it? The uh, nonsense that we saw at the weekend. <laughs> <Yeah>. Yes. <laughs> So, yeah, can get back into league action and uh, hopefully get another three points and push them up the table. Right. As we said, rushing quickly through uh, the weekend's fixtures. Uh, Abby, is there anything at the women's game at the weekend we should watch out for? Which fixtures catch your eye? Um, so in terms of Berkshire fixtures, there yes. is Mortimer versus Penn and Tyler's ladies, um, in division one of the Thames Valley. So they both are, were division three winners who were kind of double promoted. So I think that will be a really good game. Um, so Mortimer won division three South last season and Penn won division three East. So I think that's a pretty exciting matchup there. <clears throat> um, equally Tilehurst versus Caversham in division one. So Tilehurst were relegated from um, the Southern region and obviously Caversham are kind of off the back of their exciting FA Cup win. So that'll be another decent game. Um, there's kind of all the usual sort of Berkshire matchup in division three South, seeing as we have, I think it's nine of the 11 fixtures are, um, teams, sorry, are part of that division so yep lots there um s4k i've got taplow uh newbury i've got tilehurst faction we've got caversham and then there's eversley versus wallingford as well um and then there's also a kind of berkshire matchup in the development division so raysbury play thatcham so yeah lots of kind of teams in action this weekend um also maidenhead are at home again to cheltenham town after their kind of um their national league cup um, well, they got knocked out of it actually um, to Bridgewater Town, but yeah, they're they're home again to Cheltenham Town, um, and Ascot and Woodley are both in action in the Premier Division of the Southern Region. So yeah, lots of exciting things. Also, um, Reading are not in action this weekend. There's no WSL because it is international break, but we have got five rules in action. So there's um, Tash Harding, Rachel Rowe, Lily Woodham, and Gemma Evans, all for Wales, and they are playing Kazakhstan, I think it is, um, <laughs> and then. There is also Grace Maloney for um, the Republic of Ireland. And I think they've got 
Estonia, possibly. Oh, no, I think they've got Georgia, actually. So, yeah, I, I don't know if they'll be on TV, potentially. Who knows? But, yeah, so we've got some international action for our roles as well there. Very good indeed. And on the men's side, there's a, a few interesting fixtures uh, that catch the eye. Perhaps most notably with Maidenhead going to Notts County uh, for the Ooh. weekend, probably one of the biggest uh, <sighs> grounds in the uh, National League at the moment, for sure. So uh, a grandstand fixture for them. Um, but if we come down to the uh, Isthmian South Central, the two teams who are top of the division, first and second at time of recording, Bracknell and Uxbridge, meet at Bottom Meadow on Saturday. So if you're looking for a local game, perhaps that is the uh, pick of the bunch. Uh, there are no local derbies in the, um, or sorry, no Berkshire derbies. Every game's a local derby. No Berkshire derbies in the uh, uh, combined counties division, uh, Premier Division North. And uh, in the Div 1, there are one or two to pick out. Uh, perhaps most notably, uh, well, I'm going through the list now. <laughs> uh, <laughs> most notably, uh, Aldermaster versus Sandhurst. Uh, both sides looking have started indifferently there, but are looking for um, uh, a couple of uh, results to get them up the table. I say it, Aldermaster, uh, Sandhurst have started indifferently. They're fifth. So it can't be, it's not that bad. Anything you've got your eye on at the weekend, Tom? Just one one major, major fixture to highlight in the Thames Valley Premier League. Oh, yes. It's the West Berkshire Village derby between Burfield and Mortimer. Um, this is a game uh, last season at, when played at Mortimer, just post lockdown. I think they were the best part of 250 people there. So this is always a, uh, a, a tense, tough fixture. Um, and as per my loyalties, will be split between the two. Oh yeah, well, you... <laughs> surely being a resident of one of the villages, uh, like, tips you in uh, one direction these you days. Know, you have to be, have to be, you know, fair and, and equal. Yeah. Neutral is the word I'm looking for. Yes, treat each side with an even hand. Yes. Sure. Good. Well, there's a, a brief summary of the fixtures we've uh, got to look forward to this weekend. As always, you can check on our website, and the full fixture lists will be up for both men's and women's football and uh, get along to a local game and show some support. Uh, right, is there anything else we need to uh, tick off before we get out of here? Two shakes of the head there, great for an audio medium. Um, <laughs> but uh, neither got anything to add, so I think it's time for us to leave. Thank you very much for listening to the uh, Football in Berkshire podcast. Um, uh, I've been Rob Davis, your host, and I was joined by Tom Canning. Bye. And Abby Tysurst. See ya. Catch you next week. Bye-bye. Berkshire Football Stories is sponsored by Berks County FC this season. The Swords are playing at Step 6 for the first time and ground share at Binfield FC. Find fixtures at barkscountyfc.com and get down for a game.